Good day, Wichita. It's Councilmember Hoheisel here, and joining me today is my good friend, the Vice Mayor of Wichita, Becky Tuttle. Um, I hope you all are staying warm. Um, hopefully you're out of the elements and getting ready for the holiday season coming up. Yeah, how are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. It's always a good day when you wake up and uh, having Christmas right around the corner. I'm starting to get into the festive spirit. Yeah, and I'm super excited because it's supposed to rain tonight, which we desperately need in our community. That's and I'm right. also glad that it's warm enough that the participation is coming in the form of rain and not snow. Right, right. <laughs> or ice, right? Not quite ready There's too many that. things going on this weekend that are fun, and I don't want the weather to, to get in the way. But I was thinking this morning when I was watching the news getting ready, our local news stations, that um, our public works team is probably really excited to hear that yeah. there's rain in the forecast. Yeah, yeah. And, and a special shout out to all those workers because um, they have to get out there anytime there's a chance of it. They'll sit there and be ready to go out and make sure that we're all staying safe in our community. So anytime you're in your nice warm house at 5 o'clock in the morning just waking up, um, there's public works officials out there just ready to go and uh, get to work on, like I said, keeping us safe out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have another busy end of the year scheduled. Nothing quite like last week, though, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Thank it you, was God. a seven and a half hour meeting. We did take a 15 minute break. That's I've been right. reminded, so it was yeah. actually seven hours and 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was long. And um, I had in my district um, a zoning change at the it was at the end of the meeting, almost right. the very end. And so some residents from my district were there almost the whole day. Yeah. And I have gotten so many kind emails from them just saying we had no idea all of the business <laughs> that happens at the city council meeting. Um, they came just for their one item and sat there for probably, you know, six and a half of the seven and 15 hours and 15 minutes. But they've said, you know, they, they didn't really understand the scope and breadth of the work that we do at the city. Right. Until they sat through it all by themselves. So I, I gotta admit, I didn't. I, I was in the same boat until I got on council, yeah. and it is a uh, quite a different feeling sitting up there and dealing with it than it is sitting yeah. out in the crowd and dealing yeah. with it. Yeah, and for that long, too, to really, you know, stay attentive because every item is important. Right. It's important to the staff that's presenting it. It's important to the community. So I was really proud of us as a body that all the way to the end we kept asking good questions and right. we stayed engaged. So Got to take it seriously. Yeah. So this week we have some exciting things, but, again, not quite as long of an agenda. Um, towards the end of the year, this is your first year in council, so yep. you'll see there's a lot of end-of-the-year um, um, things that we always have to do. And one of them this week is going to be discuss the operating partnerships with our cultural arts institutions, including our Indian Museum, the Historical Museum, Aviation Museum, Cowtown, and the Art Museum and more. And I have the privilege um, to serve on the Arts Council for the City of Wichita, something that I'm very passionate about. I'm also on the advisory board for City Arts. Oh. I, I really, um, I have no artistic ability, <laughs> either, <laughs> either perform or virtual um, and so I'm always incredibly grateful of artists of any kind who share their talents with us but it really does contribute to the economic vitality of our community right. Um, and right now the Arts Council is actually doing a, a study um, of the economic impact and they're asking for community input so you can go to the city website and look under arts and you can take part of the survey but you know people often forget um, when we're trying to attract and retain talent and attract and retain businesses what impact the arts community really does have right you, you know that you live in a special place when you see 
uh, the arts expanded throughout the city. And, and it also speaks to the culture. Um, the people that we have here just expressing themselves, having the freedom to. And I will co-sign with you on the lack of artistic ability. <laughs> um, it, it's quite a thing when you see people who create great, beautiful pieces of art, and I cannot even make a stick figure that yeah. looks like a, yeah. a, a passable stick figure. Yeah, so. I'm the exact same way. The other thing that being on the Arts Council has really helped me to understand, too, just being around people who are not only artists but appreciate the art, is sometimes we think that art is something that, you know, is a framed piece of work that you hang above your fireplace mantle. Right. And it's really not. Um, you know, art can come in many shapes and forms, and like I said, it can be performing or virtual. Um, but just a pro tip, for anyone for the uh, holiday season, if you need to do any shopping, the art museum has one of the best gift shops in town. It has sure some does. really great um, artists, um, some jewelry and different pieces, glasswork, pottery, not just from local artists, but also from across the country. So pretty, pretty there's unique. a shopping tip for you. Hey, there we go. I need all the <laughs> tips I can get, honestly. Um, and speaking of boards, I, I sit on the uh, historic Cowtown board. And one of the items that we're looking at this week is uh, pretty interesting. We're going to be making, or the the historic Cowtown uh, organization will are um, building a carriage works project. We actually have a number of carriages. I've been um, grateful to actually see them up close from the time period, 1865 to 1880, um, that we have sitting in storage. So this building will allow us to display those and um, even put some in operation at different times of the years. One of them, uh, this is, I think, it's the wrong season to really bring this up, but it was pretty interesting. They actually have a um, a hearse carriage, a morning carriage that they um, just recently received from donation here a couple of months ago. So it was the carriage that follows the horse carriage. So um, this new building will allow us to display those on certain occasions. Some of these carriages will be out and about during Cowtown. So I believe that they are even thinking of having rides, carriage rides through Cowtown. That's really interesting. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think we forget about Cowtown, and then I have folks come from out of town, and I take them there, and they are so impressed with it. Right. You know, I mean, we, we've kind of, you kind of get used to having the amenity there, um, and, and I forget about it sometimes, and I need to not do that. I need to be more intentional. But people from out of town love it, and my friends and family who come to visit, they had nothing but great things to say about Cowtown. It's, it's so interesting. It is just like stepping back in time yeah. and walking the streets and seeing the buildings that were around when Wichita yeah. Originally came into existence 150 years ago plus. So That's great. Um, well, I'll look forward to this agenda item for sure and to learn more. Yeah, they're they're just wrapping it up, so it's um wrapping up the the planning process. And sure. I've been along throughout the process, so it's really been a great learning experience for me to see how you go from point A to point B. They had the uh, groundbreaking a couple of weeks ago, so um, I look forward to seeing it pop up here in the next year or so. Excellent. One more cool thing to do in Wichita. That's right. Um, we have several end-of-the-year items. Uh, our 2023 contract renewal with Visit Wichita will be one. Um, Visit Wichita contracts with the City of Wichita to help us promote tourism and sports and conventions and activities in Wichita. I've had the opportunity to um, be a part of some of the things that they've done. A couple of years ago, um, I think it was before COVID or maybe the first year of COVID, they brought in a huge bowling contract 
Congress. It was the, the National Women's Bowling Congress, and it was in District 2. And so I did a proclamation and a ribbon cutting, and I had to throw out the first ball, which was <laughs> terrifying for me, not being a very good bowler. Um, and then also Strikers in District 2, yep. and they've helped us to um, be a part of our applications for large national tournaments that are now going to come, which bring tourism dollars to our city. You know, when people come for a soccer tournament, for example, at Stryker, they're eating in our restaurants, they're shopping in our retail, they're um, staying in our hotels, they're filling their cars with gas, they're hopefully doing right. our amenities, and, and all of that really helps contribute to the city as well and gives us more tax revenue so that we can have parks and libraries and housing. And so Visit Wichita has just been an instrumental partner in helping to make sure that we're promoting what we have to those outside of our city. And there's some interesting um, events coming up, like the vice mayor was saying. One of them I was uh, interested in in particular, being an old wrestler, is we are getting the NAIA wrestling championships okay. here next year. So that that's going to be a, a great, great event for us to go to. And uh, like the vice mayor was saying, just bring visitors to our city to spend money. Please come to our city, spend money, yeah. help our businesses, help our tax coffers. Um, it's it's always a great thing to see Wichita being a focal point in the region and in the nation. Yeah. What I love is, you know, I remember years ago, people would tell me they were going to Kansas City or Oklahoma City or Omaha to do this, this, or this. And now we have all of that. Right. So people are coming to Wichita to go to Top Golf or to, you know, have some of our dining experiences or our baseball stadium yep. or striker for a sports, for a tournament, whatever it may be. So, so I love that story that it's shifted, that people are coming to us. We're right. the regional attraction now. <laughs> The other thing that we'll be looking at is year-end budget adjustments. Um, there's quite a few that will be brought to us and interested to, to learn more. We just came out of a gender review, and some of them are because of the ARPA funding that yep. we received. And so be looking forward to digging into that agenda item and learning a little bit more. And then we also have 2023 park facility enhancements. Um, and so our park department will come and let us know some of their plans. I had the luxury of being on the park board the park foundation board before i was on council and um so i'm just a, a real fan and advocate for our park system here in wichita i think that we have just an exceptional not only amount of parks but the the activities that are in our parks our splash pads right. playground equipment and then we added the keepers to them and so just a big fan of parks so interested to learn more about this agenda item yeah. as well and they're just getting better and better yeah they really are yeah um, we're also going to be revisiting our ethics policy. We've had some difficulty um, getting a, a election or a ethics officer seated. So we're going to take a look at um, bringing an outside group in to come through and help us facilitate the meetings for the near future and uh, possible improvements or tweaks that we need to make to the ethics policy going forward. You know, ethics is important to all of us, making sure that we're all you know, doing the job that we're supposed to be doing. We are accountable to you, the public. And so this is a, a very interesting discussion that we're going to have. And I hope that we come up with a, just a, an improvement on the current policy. Yeah. And, and truly, I think it, this should be a, a pretty... I would hope, um, easy discussion, just trying to bring in a neutral entity to right. be able to, to help serve as the ethics officer. Right. So um, probably not not as um, 
you know, not so much controversy in this, more just trying to, to tighten up a loophole so, right. so that we can have our ethics office. Right. And, and yeah. drafting ordinances and creating policy, it's you got to always be looking for reform <coughs> and improving what we currently have. If we're not doing that, then we're not doing our job. So yeah. we can't just pass something once and say, okay, it's it's good, it's finalized. We always got to go back and look at ways to improve it because yeah. that's what you deserve. That's what the city of Wichita deserves. Good point. Yep, um, and also... We're going to be looking at repairing and removing some unsafe structures um, in my district. Uh, my district, unfortunately, has quite a few of them. Um, we get notices about fires that go on in the city, and there's quite a few um, houses or buildings in my district who have been catching on fire on a pretty frequent basis, some of them two or three times. So. Um, we owe it to the safety of the, the residents in the neighborhood. We owe it to the safety of the firefighters who have to go out and answer these calls to make sure that the buildings are up to code, that they're livable, that there's a plan for rehabilitating them. And if not, and if they're unsafe, then we got to take care of it. So it's never a popular um, thing that we do, but it's it's necessary for the safety of our neighborhoods. Absolutely. I, I say consistently for the past several years, the most important vote I make every year is the budget vote because where you allocate your time and treasures are a reflection of your values. But I think some of the hardest votes that I make are repair, removal of dangerous or unsafe structures. Right. Because it's someone's property, right? Yep. And you want to make sure that you're being respectful to that. I always say, too, and I'm being a little redundant here because I just say this every time this comes up, but by the time this gets to us in council, an incredible amount of time right. has been expended working with the property owner, our staff at the Metropolitan Area Building and Construction Department, I think just does an outstanding job of providing as many resources and options as the Available. So by the time it actually comes to us in this scenario, lots of people have had lots of help. Right. So. Yeah, they, they look to help out where they can. They look to make the appropriate judgment on whether or not they think the house will be worked on or the house will be re rehabilitated. So by the time it gets to us, like the vice mayor said, there's been a whole process laid out. And also, I think your point was so good about making sure the rest of the community and the neighbors are safe, too. That's right. important. It's yes. a, that structure, but everybody adjacent to it as well is right. important. So, yeah. So, tell me about your weekend plans. We're oh. only a couple weeks away from the holidays. <laughs> I have a neighborhood association breakfast and then a district breakfast. And then my, um, my kid has a basketball game oh, Saturday. Fun. So, I unfortunately will not be able to make the tree lighting ceremony. Um, I've been working on my Santa bod the whole year. <laughs> so um, it's unfortunate I don't get to get out there and promote that as well on behalf of the city. But um, but I do look forward to there's just so many things going on around the city with the holiday season coming up that um, I'm always excited to get out and take the family out and um, just – enjoy it take yeah. it all in soak it all in yeah tomorrow i'm going to be serving um at a breakfast for a non-for-profit they do it every year and it's always fun to go and do it with some other electeds and other leaders in the community and then 
um, you know, running a million errands and trying to finish some holiday shopping and then going to try and make it for the tree lighting tomorrow yeah. and then, um, you know, just trying to enjoy everything. I did have a, a friend of mine who reached out, a friend and a colleague, and she wanted to get together, and I said, how about January, right? Because <laughs> right. between now and the holidays, yeah. it seems so crowded. And then in January, <laughs> nobody has anything to do. Yeah. So I said, let's enjoy each other in at, after the first of the year. Yeah, so, I'm kind of yeah. looking forward to January a little bit. Just slow, ease up a little, a little bit. Slow down. Right. I can't believe it's almost 2023. That is really frightening. Ooh, yeah. yeah. This last year just kind of flew by. It kind of flew by for sure. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I you hope you too. get everything done. Good luck at the basketball tournament. I'll look forward to hearing oh, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy holidays. Thank you, Wichita. Thank <laughs> you.